Welcome to Kingdom News, where you'll hear how God is influencing our region locally and globally. See how the Bible is relevant to today's news and learn how you can be involved with local faith events. Now here's your host, Tony Bosserman. And greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the final week of Kingdom News airing on KFIA, and I will have more details for you at the end of the show. But back in 1995, Former President Clinton said this, quote, All Americans are rightly disturbed by the number of illegal aliens entering our country. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget, he said, I will present that, that I will present. We will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace. End quote. So Democrats cheered Clinton for saying this 22 years ago. And so why are they attacking Donald Trump now for saying exactly the same thing? that Americans are rightly disturbed by the number of illegal aliens entering our country and that he wants to hire new border guards. He wants to crack down on criminal aliens and illegal hiring and, you know, put this uh, as part of the budget process. Seems a bit uh, hypocritical, doesn't it? And, of course, you've probably heard all the hoopla, seen some of the video of uh, people being detained at airports, etc. It goes back to a federal judge uh, issuing an emergency order last Saturday night, temporarily barring the U.S. from deporting people from nations subject to President Donald Trump's travel ban. And this was U.S. District Judge Ann Donnelly in New York. She issued the emergency order that lawyers for the American Civil Liberties Union the ACLU filed a court petition on behalf of people from these seven predominantly Muslim nations. So the order barred U.S. border agents from removing anyone who arrived in the U.S. with a valid visa from Iraq, Syria, Iran, Sudan, Libya, Somalia, and Yemen. It also covered anyone with an approved refugee application. But the Department of Homeland Security issued a statement early Sunday morning yesterday saying that they plan on continuing to enforce all the president's executive orders in a manner that ensures the safety and security of the American people. And the Department of Homeland Security said the court order would not affect the overall implementation of the White House order. And the court order affected a small number of travelers who were inconvenienced by security procedures upon their return. Well, so are just about anyone who travels internationally. And if you've ever traveled internationally, you know that you can be detained and questioned and, you know, that there's procedures that are gone through, not only in this country, but in every country on earth. So the DHS says the president's executive orders remain in place. Prohibited travel will remain prohibited, and the U.S. government retains its right to revoke visas at any time if required for national security or public safety. And the DHS said the order was the first step towards reestablishing control over America's borders 
and national security. And House Speaker uh, Paul Ryan agrees. He says, quote, our number one responsibility is to protect the homeland. And, of course, that's what the preamble of the Constitution says, you know, to provide for the common defense. He went on to say, we are a compassionate nation and I support the refugee resettlement program, but it's time to reevaluate and strengthen the visa vetting process. And this is why we passed bipartisan legislation in the wake of the Paris, Paris attacks to pause the intake of refugees. And, of course, that did get passed a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago, but then President uh, Obama vetoed it. So President Trump is right, says Paul Ryan, to make sure we are doing everything possible to know exactly who is entering our country. And President Trump put out this statement today that America is a proud nation of immigrants and we will continue to show compassion to those fleeing oppression, but we will do so while protecting our own citizens and border. To be clear, this is not a Muslim ban, as the media is falsely reporting. This is not about religion. This is about terror and keeping our country safe, end quote. And White House Chief of Staff Reince Priebus uh, followed up on this, saying, quote, if there are folks that shouldn't be in this country, they're going to be detained. So wisdom would dictate that we take this route. And Proverbs chapter 20, verse 26 says that a wise leader sifts out the wicked and brings the threshing wheel over them. And of course, that may sound harsh, but what the president and his policies are trying to do and accomplish is to sift out any would-be terrorists that might be among these refugees. That's our concern, isn't it? as a nation, individually and collectively. And it also says in verse 8 that a king or a leader who sits on the throne of judgment scatters all evil with his eyes or winnows out all evil with his eyes. And, of course, with his policies in that sense, you winnow out these bad guys by tightening up the restrictions on visas. Remember that Isaiah 26, verse 10 says, When grace is shown to the wicked, they do not learn righteousness. And so, of course, everybody wants to, on the left, show you know, these people coming from these countries that uh, you know, terrorism thrives in. That's why they're coming here. They can't stay where they are. Their lives, their you know, outcomes, their businesses, everything threatened. So when grace is shown to the wicked and we make it easy, you see, for people to get a visa to come into this country, well, what happens? 9-11. You know, all those different terrorists, the 19 from Saudi Arabia and other places, would have been vetted by Donald Trump's new approach, and maybe 9-11 would not have happened. It's most likely it wouldn't have happened with these kind of tight restrictions. So again, wisdom is a defense like money is a defense, says the book of Proverbs. And I think that Donald Trump is showing the kind of wisdom that is outlined in your Bible. 
Well, President Trump signed an executive order today to drastically reduce the regulatory burden as well on the United States. And, of course, it's businesses requiring federal agencies to effectively eliminate at least two regulations for each new one issued. And, of course, we talked a little bit about this on Kingdom News over the last uh, several weeks, but this order now that is in writing specifically states that prior regulations must be identified for elimination when a new rule is put forward so that they would have to be offset by eliminating costs associated with at least two prior regulations. Now, we've done uh, stories here over the last couple of years showing that uh, the cost of doing business in this country because of regulations introduced by the Obama administration over the last eight years, you know, could be upwards of $80 billion a year. So for fiscal 2017, Trump told agency heads that the total cost of new regulations finalized this year, quote, shall be no greater than zero unless unless otherwise directed. And that would, of course, uh, have to do with the military, maybe, or national security or foreign affairs. But it puts the Office of Management and Budget in charge of these changes. And agencies then must present the Office of Management and Budget with new regulations and show what is slated for elimination. In other words, what uh, Donald Trump is trying to do is make the federal government with its 646 bureaucracies function, you know, as... uh, neatly and as tidily and efficiently as the private sector has to do in order to survive. So a recently issued White House memo on temporary regulation freezes remains in place and that the executive order establishes the process going forward. So we've got a freeze on new regulations. And remember this decree or this statement in Isaiah 10, verse 2, "'Woe to those who make unjust laws.'" to those who issue oppressive decrees. And we've had a lot of oppressive decrees by the Obama administration over the last eight years. You know, when it starts costing businesses upwards of $80 billion a year to comply to, that's oppressive. And that's $80 billion that could have been put into, what, hiring, expanding business, you know, making plants more efficient, etc., Proverbs 28.16 says, A ruler who lacks understanding is a great oppressor. So you don't understand how business works, not having been in the private sector as, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Obama was not, but Trump is. You end up being an oppressor, but he who hates covetousness will prolong his days. And so, you know, we'll uh, continue to, monitor this situation and uh, how it unfolds but uh, we've got to take a break and when i come back i'll be speaking with dan palmer he's the founder of water of jesus wells of uganda and the executive teaching pastor at river city christian church we're going to be talking to him about an apologetics conference where you can learn to defend the christian faith that's next on kingdom news
And welcome back to Kingdom News. Joining us now is Dan Palmer, founder of Water of Jesus of Uganda. And he's the executive teaching pastor at River City Christian Church. We're going to talk to him about the Apologetics Conference coming up this Friday and Saturday at the church. Welcome, Dan. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, let everybody know why uh, River City Christian is so passionate about putting an apologetics conference uh, out there with Biola University. First of all, because we did this conference last year and just packed house, filled with people who were enthusiastically learning about their faith and how to engage a secular world uh, with the teachings of the Bible. And so we had some incredible stories come out of last year's conference, but in our church, we really teach it, teach that uh, every member should be a minister. And some churches, you have professional pastors that stand on stage, and then there's spectators that watch them do ministry. And we believe that our job as professional pastors is to teach, train, and equip our people to become ministers themselves. And so that's really what this conference does. You know, when someone gives their life to Christ, uh, they get two gifts. The first is the gift of the Holy Spirit and they're saved, and the Holy Spirit empowers them to do the work of the gospel, but they're also given a spiritual gift, and that means that God wants them to engage uh, the parts of the world that he has placed them in, and the Apologetics Conference gives us an opportunity to bring in top-notch apologists, professors, and teachers from Biola University uh, to train our people in how to do that effectively. Yeah, and I understand you have some uh, great uh, speakers coming in, so talk about them. Well, first of all, we have uh, Dr. Craig Hazen. Uh, He's actually the founder of the Biola on the Road events, and these are the events where Biola sends out people from their staff to partner with local churches uh, to build people up in apologetics, to know how to share their faith confidently and effectively Uh, where they're placed in their life. And so he's the founder and director of the MA program in Christian apologetics. He's also the director of the MA program in science and religion at Biola University. We also have Dr. John Mark Reynolds, who's the president of the St. Constantine School in Houston and a senior fellow at King's College in New York. And uh, I heard about him first because I was a college pastor uh, before I became the executive teaching pastor here. And he was the founder of the Tory Honors Institute at Biola University. And being a college pastor, I came across a lot of young men and women who had gone through that Tory program, who were knowledgeable, who had thought deeply about their faith, and had come out of the Christian university enthusiastic and excited about impacting the world for Christ. And so I'm really excited to hear from him. Uh, we also have uh, Dr. Tim Muhlhoff who uh, is a very practical professor. He's the professor of communications at Biola University. And uh, before he went to Biola, he actually was a professor uh, in a secular university, North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And while he was there, he received the department's highest award uh, for teaching and has been recognized by the International Communication Association for his outstanding teaching. And I'm really excited about him. He wrote a book Uh, with a legend in apologetics, uh, a guy named J.P. Moreland, who was at our conference last year, and it's called The God Conversation, using stories and illustrations to explain your faith. And so I'm excited for Dr. Muehlhoff uh, to stand in front of our people and say, here's how you can engage these spiritual topics um, in a pleasant way, uh, in a way that's effective, in a way that allows you to use stories 
and illustrations to, to kind of gain access to these spiritual conversations. And so those are the three main teachers we're going to have here this weekend. Yeah, sounds like an effective lineup. And of course, uh, 1 Peter 3.15 tells us that uh, we're to give a defense, always be ready to give a defense. And the word apologetics means that, to give a defense to everyone who asks us, a reason of the hope that is in us. So Let's talk about uh, one topic that uh, you're going to cover that uh, would make a difference in people's lives. Um, There's a couple topics that are going to be, I think, very practical and meaningful. Some people are nervous to attend a conference like this because they they hear about apologetics and these Christian professors, and they're afraid the information is going to go right over their head. Uh, But the purpose of these conferences with Biola is actually to train and equip lay people to do ministry, to engage people with their faith. And so one of the topics I'm really excited about is a topic called Engaging the Skeptic, uh, which is a a message that's going to be given by Dr. Tim Muehlhoff. I think all of us in our life, we have people that don't believe uh, the faith that's so important in our lives, and we struggle with, because we love them, we want to have these conversations, but how do we enter in to those conversations? And so he has a a message called Engaging the Skeptic that I'm very excited about. And it just reminds me of what we try to teach our people at River City Christian, that you know we have our family and we have our place of worship, but all of us have something that we call our other place, uh, which is the place that we naturally exist among non-believers. It might be the golf course, uh, the gym, a reading club. Um, and in those other places, we are placed there by God to be ministers. And so how do we engage those other places? And so Tim Muehlhoff is going to talk about that and engaging the skeptic. And uh, another one, if I can, if I can share two, uh, John Mark Reynolds is giving a message called Asking the Right Questions. And uh, that is the type of evangelism that I really like because instead of proclaiming our faith and getting into arguments about our faith, it just teaches us how to ask questions where we draw the person that we care about out in their beliefs and lead into these spiritual conversations that way. And so those are two topics that I'm actually very excited about. Yeah, and asking questions, of course, was Jesus' method. Tell everybody uh, how they can sign up, how they can find out more details, uh, give some of those details, when and where and all that. It's really easy to sign up. The conference is this weekend on Friday night from 7 to 9.30, and then Saturday morning from 9 to 12.30. And if you want to register, you can go to rivercitychristian.org, and right on the, the front web page, you'll see an events tab. Click on that and then just select reasonable faith, and it'll take you right to the registration. Uh, anyone that's listening out there, I would encourage you to take part in this incredible apologetics conference. Yeah, and of course, this isn't the first time you guys have done something like this. So uh, we've got about uh, 45 seconds. Give an example of uh, you know, somebody's uh, fruit that uh, came out of this, uh, how, it, how it changed the life. Well, last year we had a a professor called Clay Jones that talked about the problem of pain and the problem of evil. And we had one of our people who in their other place, they were dealing with someone uh, who had just recently had a miscarriage and lost a child, and they were angry at God over the loss in their life. And so his conversation about the problem of evil and the problem of pain uh, just equipped and enabled our member to enter into an incredible conversation and uh, that incredible woman started attending our church. Amen. All right, so uh, one more time, give all the information. Um, it's called Reasonable Faith Conference. You can go to rivercitychristian.org, clip on the events uh, tab, 
and then reasonable faith. It's $35 a person. Uh, you can sign up as many people as you want. If you want to bring uh, your spouse and your kids or some neighbors or friends, uh, you are invited to come, and we'd love to see you there. All right, Dan Palmer, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Hey, thanks so much for your time, Tony. I appreciate it. All right. And that was Dan, Dan Palmer, founder of Water of Jesus Well of Uganda and executive teaching pastor at River City Christian Church. And if you'd like to find out uh, how you can defend the Christian faith more effectively, well, just go to rivercitychristian.org. That's rivercitychristian.org. And, of course, it is beginning this Friday night, 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. That's rivercitychristian.org this Friday, 7 to 9.30 p.m. As I said at the beginning of the show, tonight's show, this is the final week of Kingdom News on KFIA Radio. It's been a great run of six years. I've enjoyed hosting Kingdom News. And if you'd like to continue to hear the news from the biblical perspective, well, tune into the Nobody Knows Show on 1380 AM on your dial. Sunday evenings from 9 to 11. It's a two-hour show that looks at the news from the biblical perspective. And don't forget to pray for that permanent solution to mankind's problems. Thy kingdom come.